Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. DMVR, a giraffe. That's right, folks. Happy Thursday to you all. It's me and uh, Schwan Man. Schwan Man, how are you doing? Oh, I'm great. How are you? Doing good. A shout out to our guy, J Mike. A little under the weather today. Yep. We gave him. We gave him the afternoon off. Yep. Guy deserves it. I'm sure he's grinding. I'm sure he's grinding. <laughs> and you're coming off as our YouTube thumbnail would suggest. Quite the draft matchup at Folsom. More impressed with Caleb or what Shador did? Oh, man, don't make me pick. <laughs> I mean, Shador's just ice cold, but at one point, Caleb had six touchdowns and six incompletions. Yeah, the off-platform stuff he Caleb was doing was the, mesmerizing. Was it the second touchdown throw? The yeah. one to Taj Washington? Yeah. I mean, the guy's an alien. Absolutely. Just incredible. And um, Shadur's poise keeps being so impressive. And his ability to just win from the pocket is so impressive. And we saw him use his legs more, too, this last weekend. Guy just used the entire thing, the entire package. Yeah, he really is. Will you let us know when you feel like uh, things may have changed as far as whether he's staying in school or not? I feel he's like coming we stayed back. about the same. Yeah, yeah he's coming yeah. back, I think. But you'll inform us if there's a change I will. in that regard. Absolutely. Okay. I'll let this podcast know first. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. And you'll do that unprompted. Of course. Okay. Good. Yeah. Good. 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 <laughs> that's, that's why he's my you. guy. That's why he's my guy. Yeah, no. Um, so getting into this one, we were thinking we really, we really need a, a little recap of what we've seen so far this season. Mm-hmm. We're almost halfway. Yep. Week six in Crazy. the books. It flies. It's not it, long enough, honestly. It's insane. It's insane. It's I remember when I used to feel like that about the NFL. Could not care less. Screw the NFL. Yeah. So what a stupid Down league. with the NFL yeah. right now. We're out, bro. We're <laughs> out. But um, when it comes to college football, you're so right. There's just not enough. It's, I mean, it's the best. I don't know. I feel like college football, the product like on the field has been better than the NFL the last three or four years for sure. And this year, it's just head and shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, it's been incredible. Yeah. And there's so much parity this year in college. It really, know. really feels wide open. Now we're in 42 days of consecutive uh, college football or NFL games being played every single day. It's incredible. It's just a magical time. It really is. It's such is. a great time. So October's just undefeated. Yeah, it's awesome. So we're getting into the like the fun topics. The let's fun topics. Um, let's start with biggest riser so far, draft wise. I think I got to go with uh, the guy I was telling you about before the show. Yeah, 
Luther Bird in the third. Ooh. Wide receiver out of Mizzou. Is he eligible, man? Is he a sophomore or redshirt sophomore? I, I hope he's eligible. That guy's a beast. But if he's not, then I got to go to the quarterbacks. Cam Ward, Michael Penix. I mean, Michael Penix is a tough one because he was kind of already in the round one conversation. But I think he's moved himself up into the top ten, maybe top five conversation. His deep ball is in insane he is the definition of deadly accuracy yeah um his injury history the indiana stuff's gonna be really interesting Mm -hmm. how his eval comes through i remember i'm in a devi league where you can draft current college football players and um i traded up for caleb williams so i didn't end up but i was thinking if i was stuck where i was at which was like the 14th pick I was going to take a swing on Penix or Shadur. Mm-hmm. The Shadur is trickier because he was going to stay in school another year. And, right. Um, and those guys have risen so drastically. Mm-hmm. That would have been a huge win. J.J. McCarthy has been really good. Yeah. Oh, no, that he they haven't played the competition to call him like a big riser yet. What Penix has done, insane. Mm-hmm. Shadur was always speculative to where now he's being talked about. You know, Mel Kuyper has in him top five. I mean, right. he's in the mix to be the third quarterback in this class to do that so quickly, I think is really, really um, impressive. Cam Ward. Yeah. How do you see him as an NFL prospect? Like round projection system QB. Is this DTR all over again? Is there more upside there? Like tell the people who maybe haven't seen Wazoo as much this. Well, okay. So Cam Ward, first off, he trains with Shador's quarterback coach. Uh, Daryl Colbert at Select QB Athletics. Yeah. So they go back. They're friends. Like when we were at the Pac-12 Media Day, Washington State, more specifically, Cam Ward was one of Shador's biggest supporters. Right. Biggest CU supporters. He said they he thinks they're going to have a winning season. Anyways, but Cam Ward, you know, last year takes the step up from Incarnate Ward to uh, Washington State. Yeah. And he definitely flashed at times where... First part of the season, actually, we were hyping him up on yes. this pod. Like, oh, watch out. Like, he's going to be a guy. Second half, things kind of fall apart. Yeah, he had some iffy games. I mean, he does a lot of the Shador-type things where it's kind of running to extend the play. Like, behind the line of scrimmage, you know what I mean? Um, he had 23 touchdowns, 9 interceptions last year. But he has just gone up in every category. He's up to 75% completion, almost 10 yards... Uh, per attempt, 13 touchdowns, no interceptions, quarterback rating is way up. Um, this is just a guy, I think, who really spent the last year or so getting adjusted to this faster, uh, more wide-open Pac-12, and now he's just running it like, I don't know, like we've seen Washington State quarterbacks mm-hmm. do in the past, but I don't think this is like an, a Luke Falk, like an air raid quarterback. like Great comp. Um, Great name. What's the word? I don't know. One trick yeah, pony-ish? Yeah, like a, a system quarterback. Yeah, sure. Or a guy who's really just uh, like a, an animal who's only going to work out in college, basically. Right. Because then come the NFL, we, that's not how we played. We, right. We don't run the air raid in the NFL, so it's going to yep. be different. Um, <clears throat> those are great names. I mean, the quarterback play in the pack has just been absolutely insane. Uh, Romo Dunze from Washington the deep threat for uh, Panix has really stood out to me. I've every time I see him, I have to like go back and check his stats. I mean, his size, I cannot believe the kid is six, three two seventeen, and has that kind of deep speed has that kind of punt return ability. He's incredible. 
Keon Coleman similarly been yeah. impressive at Florida State. What a massive target. Yep. I don't, I don't think he's as consistent as Odunze, but um, like he's got some stuff to him. Xavier Leggett, South Carolina wide receiver. Mm-hmm. It's another kid. He's like 6'2", 225. Yep. Big, big wide receivers. Kind of a, you know, a bit of a, like, you watch the 49ers and... What's so impressive is like anyone they're giving to the ball the ball to, whether it's Debo's like 5'11", 215, yeah. Christian McCaffrey, who's like, you know, similarly sized. Like yeah. all these guys have pretty good size. They're tough to bring down in the open field. We're seeing that influence where these bigger playmakers are really making a name for I mean, Malik Neighbors is another guy. Uh, I'll throw out Cooper DeGene as well, just last week. Dude. That's a guy who's really risen up. Yeah, the um, Iowa defensive back. Yep. I mean, and he's shown incredible speed as a returner as yep. well. Um, Just great athleticism. Great also, name. Riley Leonard. That's another guy who's really risen up draft boards. And I'll throw out my guy, Audric Estime, rising. too. Oh, yes. Notre Dame running back. Getting RB1 talk. Yeah. He's had a very impressive season so far. He's another playmaker. Blazing speed, then you look him up. He's like 217 pounds himself. Yep. Um, big boy. Honestly, man, we're we're gonna end up talking a lot of offensive skill positions because let's go. Malik Neighbors. Yep. LSU really mm-hmm. impressed. He's coming off a monster week. Um Xavier Worthy's been huge. Yep. But bigger than Xavier Worthy, the star wide receiver for Texas, Quinn Ewers. Yeah, is a huge one. riser this season as well. Absolutely, man. Um, I think Troy Franklin was kind of already in the conversation. He had a big game against CU a few weeks ago. That's a great name to throw but out. But he's there. had another great year. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'll do Justin Assault here and throw out Torrey Horton as well. He's I think he's having an insane season. He solidified himself into at least the day two, if not top 50, maybe even more conversation. And I mean, maybe Dalton Holker, their tight end, has, oh, been, yeah. has had an even bigger jump yep. compared to where... Um, expectations were coming into the season. Lots of people buzzing about Howard Cross, the third, um, the defensive tackle for Notre Dame, who against Ohio State and Duke combined for 19 tackles, 12 pressures, three and a half tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles, and a sack. Um, Dallas Turner, we talked about last week. Yep. Edge rusher for Alabama. He's come along. I think that's um, three... Uh, that's he's like he's had like five and a half tackles for a loss in the last two games. Um, I got you there. So those those are guys who have really stood out. Chris Jenkins on the defensive side, defensive tackle out of Michigan, has really started to pop as well. Mm-hmm. And then Chop Robinson, edge out of Penn State. That's your guy. Yeah, no. Uh, he's five and a half uh, sacks the last three games. Okay, that's what for, it was. Uh, Dallas Turner. That's what it was. Yeah. Um, he's coming along, man. He's Two forced fumbles as really well in that time. Along. Yeah. Wow. And he's so raw. Yeah. So him, Verse, and Chop Robinson are going to be a really fun group to study up on as far as the edge rushers in this class. And there's a ton of wide receivers, man. So many wide receivers. Yeah, it's crazy. It's a yearly thing now. Yeah. No, it really is. Um, okay, brother. Heisman race. Yeah. I sent you this article with some updated Heisman odds. Yep. We, of course, can't bet on these <clears throat> in Colorado. So we just used some ESPN article from yesterday. Caleb Williams plus 200 
That seems right. Panics plus 325. Yep. So a lot of this could come down to who you think is winning the Pac-12. Sure. Because if either of those guys take their squad to the Final Four, that's huge. Yep. Quinn um, Ewers is next at plus 750. Right. And then Bonix. Bonix plus 1,000. Hasn't, I wouldn't say he's had his Heisman moment yet, um, but has had an impressive win. Of course, him going against Penix in Seattle was that next weekend? It's going to be um, massive. Pulling up Washington's schedule now. Yeah. So October 14th, and then they play the Trojans at USC November 4th. So they wow. could play each other twice, wow. Caleb and Penix, or Caleb and Bo. Those head-to-head matchups, or everyone's going to be Bo watching. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be a lot of attention. Keep going down. Sam Hartman, I think he I think he missed the boat. Him and Estime with that Ohio State yeah. loss. Yeah, yeah. Jordan Travis could be, could be. He needs he's a big laid second the half. groundwork. Yes. He needs the second. Look, I think he's intriguing the Florida State quarterback. He's not nearly as decisive, accurate, or consistent on a play-by-play basis as like any of these other quarterbacks we're talking about week in, week out, man. It's going to be fascinating to go back and watch that film and see how much of it is exactly the wide receivers and how much of it is the offense, how much of it is Jordan Travis. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So who would your... And then Drew, Al- Drew Allaire yep. plus 4,000. He's been balling too. I think he's got and no Penn interceptions. State yeah. Is set up nicely. <laughs> Very nicely. JJ McCarthy plus sixteen hundred. Those <laughs> are the guys to me. Yeah, it's gotta be a quarterback. If you're looking for value, it has to be a quarterback. Forget looking at any other markets. Yeah. Travis may be out of chance, but you miss four games. It's not happening. Such a shame. Yeah, terrible. Um I think I'm going to go with Michael Penix, honestly. I have him in the final four. Yeah. I just I uh, love this Washington team. I do too. Um I put a big bet on them on the over their win total as a nine and a half before the season. I was a believer last year. I mean, they had some tough I think they lost to UCLA on like a Friday night game. And then they lost another tough game uh shortly or they lost a weird game to like ASU or something too, right. I think. Right. But look, with Caleb, like he's got the I guess the doubt of having won it last year, you know? So his stats are so much better. His highlights are better. He's playing for a much better team. So there's just voter fatigue, Jay. I know. There's voter fatigue. It's really hard to overcome that. Yeah. But he is the best player in college football. So I. Does the defense, does USC's defense, you think, hold back his chances, though, of repeating? No way. You don't think so? You think mm-hmm. it helps, if anything? Yeah. Because he's got to score. <laughs> oh, a thousand percent, I think it helps. Yeah. Honestly, I think I think that defense has given him a bigger assist than Lincoln Riley or any of his wide <laughs> receivers, true. frankly. No, it, it comes down to Heisman moments. Yeah. Last year, end of the year, Notre Dame, Utah, he has those Heisman moments. Mm-hmm. Will he have those against Washington, against Oregon and against Utah and opponents like that. I'm not so sure. I mean, mean, so much of this is going to go through like Penn State, Ohio State, Penn State, Michigan, Michigan, Ohio State. That's where J.J. McCarthy, my preseason pick, 
I think is still like right there at plus sixteen hundred. Well, yeah, they've got some massive games coming up yeah. too. They haven't really played anyone, and that's right. what I was gonna say about Caleb too. I mean, not only do they have this Pac twelve slate, they've got Notre Dame next week as well. That's gonna be a big one. Huge. Um they end the season in that November. Schedule's no joke. No, it's Washington at Oregon, then UCLA, and then they're off on rivalry weekend. They play UCLA before that. I don't I mean, college football is so weird. I feel like that bye week is kind of poorly timed, though, for his Heisman odds. It really That's is. Right. No, and when you end the season like that, I'm, I wasn't a believer in the preseason. I don't think USC's they're not running the table on that, man. That's mm-hmm. a tough schedule. They're going to lose some games. He's not going to have the juice. My biggest concern with J.J. McCarthy, you said only quarterbacks. Blake Corum's right there. That's Man. a great story, brother. That's he my goes guy. off. He runs for like 500 yards combined against, you know, like end of the year, Penn State, Ohio State has some big games and we all start to talk ourselves into like, man, he came back from an ACL and he did this. Yep. I mean, he's got 425 story. rushing yards and nine touchdowns right now. Um, looks like he's catching the ball a little bit more than last year already. It's just got to be the big moments, though. Like, you need them to do what they did to Ohio State the last two years again. They're at home this year in that matchup as well. So, But then at the same time, it's like J.J. is going to have Ohio a big State's stage. Soft. Oh, Michigan's going to roll them again, I think. Yeah. For sure. But I don't know. I mean, I think that's kind of what holds Caleb back a little is because when he's off that last weekend, J.J. and Blake are going against Ohio State for not just, like, the Big 12 or Big 10 uh, basically semi-final game at that point. That could be a playoff game, like a de facto play-in game. Yeah, um, it really is going to be. And, I mean, both those teams could be undefeated. Both those teams might be in the playoffs already. <laughs> I mean, the SEC is down. I guess down in terms of Alabama, but like... Oh, top contenders. Yeah. yeah it's a lot, uh, that's, a, that's okay to say. Sure. Okay, final four predictions. Who you got, man? Oh, man. All right. Let me go. We start Michigan easy. Neither of us is out on the Wolverines. We're in. That's the one easy one. They should be the number one team in the country, by the way. So shout out to all the AP voters who put them number one this week. Yes. Shout out to them. So I'm going to go Georgia. Or actually, I'm going to go Michigan in the one seed. Give me Georgia in the two. Wow. Do you believe? Yeah. I think the dogs... You don't think so? I think the dogs are down. You don't think they make the playoffs this year? I don't. Nah, they're going to they're gonna win the, the SEC. They're going to still get it. They've got the SEC bias still. They're going to get in. It they may not be two. It? Are they winning it with one loss, though? They almost lost to Auburn, man. They did it, though. <laughs> they did it. Yeah, lose. they did. They did. They do keep winning these close games. It's championship DNA is what it is, honestly. Wow, you won championship DNA on me. Okay. I'm going to go Texas and then Washington. Yeah. No, you're right. Thanks. (laughs) Um, Well, you know what? The only one I disagree on is Georgia. So who would you have? Could we go SEC cannibalization? <laughs> no SEC in the playoff. No Could you SEC imagine? in the playoffs. Oh, man. What a way to send out the 14 playoff. 
and it be I'll tell you I don't think Notre Dame's out of it yet I don't think Notre Dame's out of it Alabama certainly not out of it mm-hmm. but I don't think they've got the goods I think LSU's out after this last weekend the Big Ten could totally have two winners for sure I mean if Ohio State manages to play Michigan close in that last game in Ann Arbor they, they wouldn't go to the Big Ten title game though like we gotta stop this shit you gotta have conference title winners in the playoff it's true. Which we will in the 12 team. Yes, of course. You know, if the jersey, if you just did a jersey swap, I would believe in Georgia like no other if they were Penn State. Really? You're that high on them? Give me the Nittany Lions. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Give me the Nittany And Lions. Michigan. And Michigan. So what if it's the Big Ten title game? Can that be the Big Ten title game? I don't even know if they're in the same division or not. No, I don't think it can. Let me see. I don't quick. think I can. So I th- I'm envisioning a one loss Penn State sitting at home watching Michigan thump like Iowa or Wisconsin and then getting in as a four seed over like a two loss Georgia. Right. Um, who else is in there? I mean, I guess I wouldn't count Oregon out at this point as well. They could be the Pac-12 dark horse. Just behind Washington and USC. I Any suppose. of those top three teams in the Pac-12 has a has a path. Is Alabama out? If they run the table, oh. so could they make it back in and oh, potentially yes. play Texas again, you think? Oh, yes. Yeah? I think yeah, LSU's out. already said that. Yeah. I mean, that's really it. Oklahoma, I don't know if I'm a big believer yet. No. They are playing a lot better this season, though. They take care of the Red River rivalry. Everything comes into play again. For sure. Yeah. No, I think that's it. <clears throat> FSU, we didn't mention them. Are we believers or not? Actually, FSU hasn't played. Okay. I think there's a path to win the ACC with the schedule they've had and already having a win against LSU. Yeah. To where you could make it in. Yeah. All right. I'll say they're still in then. I don't know. They've just been... I, I love color. them offensively. They're just so, like... Shaky, and I don't know if it's Travis or what it is. They so. are shaky. I agree completely, man. Uh, they're just they just they don't look like a top they four team. Hurt to me. my confidence just a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, game time, man. Game, game time. time. Love them. You'll be in Tempe, yes, sir, at the Arizona State game for the Buffs. And game time has you covered. Whether you're you're on the road, you're at home. Use that code DMVR when you sign up. You're going to get $20 off your first purchase. And that's what the Game Time Guarantee, where they, uh, you know, always get you the best prices. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you 110% of the difference. They've been awesome. Lots of great, well, some great football being played locally. And the Broncos. Yes. Um, so game time has you covered no matter what the occasion. And of course you don't just have to go to games to use game time tickets, uh, go to shows, what have you. It's a, it's always a great deal. Take the guesswork out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, use that code DMVR for $20 off your first purchase terms apply. And again, create an account and redeem code DNVR for $20 off download game time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And shout-out to our friends at FOCO, the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise. Tell them. With a product line that includes apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles, novelty items, and more. I mean, they got all the cool stuff, guys. Bobbleheads, 
Uh, overalls, team overalls. Oh yeah, team Hawaiian shirts. You can still yes. rep your team on you vacation. Like, you're like, where would I find a Buffs bathing suit? Oh, Foco's yep. got you covered. Yes. Exactly. So all the stuff you didn't know you needed, Foco has you covered. They have our back for Colorado sports, and they have yours too. Get the best gear around by using the link in our description for all non-presale items. Use the promo code DMVR, and you'll get ten percent off of your order. And of course, the homies breck brewery always 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 with us and you by their side dude you haven't even seen j mike brought us oh Mount my god what where's mine what a king it's upstairs waiting for you it's got a sticky with your name on it no i thought those was yaya's no yaya got two we each got one that's, All right, I feel a lot better it's now. Part of, do you, did you see how upset Jake was there <laughs> that he might not have got a gift of Breck Brew? And it's Mountain Beach Sour. Your favorite. It's always sour season. I don't care how cold <laughs> it is outside. Um, I don't know what that says about you, honestly. I mean, aside from you like a good sour beer. I just I like a, what a nice, light, crushable beer. Look at that. Broncos country, of course, $6 at the DMVR bar now. Great way to enjoy your Sunday. Um, and Saturday. You know, and they make them with 100% renewable energy. They're the best, man. Check them out on the beer locator at breckbrew.com to find a Breck beer near you. Yeah, we got to go upstairs and get you that. All right. When we're done. Okay. I will not forget. Big <coughs> week. Amazing weeks. Like, how's college football doing without a real governing body? Oh. Just pumping out banger did you see the released uh big 10 matchups for next year it's insane i cannot sure. wait the entire top 10s big 10 schools yes mostly. it's wild you know what we can talk about how conference realignment is a bad thing and all that but i said it when it happened uh when we were talking big 12 realignment on this show as long as the matchups are good on saturdays i <laughs> really don't care i don't care that should be our gospel that should be like the bets cover has like <laughs> in Denver we trust right. written on it. Yeah. That should be our draft pod model. <laughs> as right long now. as the matchups are good on Saturday, we, we do not That's care. Right. Damn straight. And let's start with the Red River rivalry. Mm. Sark. Well, it's not at Oklahoma. They're it's always, in Dallas. Yeah, it's in Cotton Dallas. Bowl. It's a it's a classic. So neutral site. OU. How good is OU for real? Um and is Texas for real? Is Texas really back? All these guys in the trenches. Texas minus six and a half. Mm. It's a well-set line. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest. haven't gotten really too familiar with Oklahoma yet. I do know Dylan Gabriel is actually balling out a lot more, he and is, that's one of the is. reasons why I didn't really like them yep. last year. So Their left tackle is another draft riser. So Oklahoma's doing some Oklahoma things. Yep. Um. I think I'm going to take Oklahoma with the points. I think Texas wins, but the six and a half, I, that makes me nervous. This actually does feel like a classic, like, watch it, let it play out, yep. feel the vibes, mm -hmm. wait for Oklahoma to get some momentum, and jump in on the Ewers train. Yep. I, I like that. I like that a lot. Um, I'm kind of with you. Uh, gun to my head on the spread. I probably do like the Sooners. I mean... It's one of those where I hate it, which means I like it. Right. <laughs> but straight up money line, yeah, I think Texas yes. is, Texas yeah. is just way more talented. 
I agree. Texas um, might be one of the top five most talented teams in the country. I think they got the better coach too. Honestly, I really like. Sark. Uh, yeah, Venables is a is a clown. You're right about that. Okay, <laughs> Talia at Ohio State. Talia Maryland. Twenty point underdogs at the shoe. I feel like I've done this before, but (laughs) it's fine. I don't care. I'll be hurt again. I don't care. You're going to do it. Yeah, I'd rather be an idiot twice than have conviction, go against myself, and be wrong knowing I was right all along. Do you know how many times I put money on Maryland because you've convinced me otherwise, and then I watch the score and it's forty-two to nothing in the first half. <laughs> They're playing good. this year. They've been good, Jake. I'm telling you. And Roman Hemby is in that backfield as well. He's quite the running back. All right. Um, they've got a little. And the thing is, I don't. I don't think Ohio State's that great. Ex- that's exactly where I was going to go. They, they actually have a ton of talent. Yeah. But I don't think they're a great team. I don't think they're 20 points better than a lot of teams this year. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to take the Terps as well. Also, when you're that talented, but you're kind of underperforming, sometimes playing at home is the worst case scenario. I'm kind of out on Ryan Day. Yeah. I don't know if that's a hot take. I think a lot of people are, but just seeing what CJ Stroud's been able to do at Houston. Might be a cold take, you're saying? Right. I mean, lukewarm, I guess, maybe. Right, right. He does get a lot of hate for a guy who's... Literally lost two games in three years, I know. I think. But, I mean, I don't know. It just didn't always look like it was rolling in all cylinders with C.J. Stroud. He's out there balling in Houston now with one of the worst rosters in the league. I'm not a big McCord guy. I think he's just not that good, and now he's in this offense dealing with some of the same issues. They can't – if you're not getting Marvin Harrison the ball in these big games, like that's a you problem. Absolutely. I mean, to me, the biggest thing, and I said it on last week's pod, was like shut up about Lou Holtz. And run it up the A gap yes. on fourth and one, yes. man. What are you doing running these jet sweeps? And this, I mean, it's what Lou Holtz said. It's what we've been saying for three years. Like, you yep. can see the Urban Meyer imprint that was like, we're going to be bigger, faster, stronger, and just like line up and whoop your ass, change to like, we're more of an Art Bryles perimeter team, yep. and we're just going to like kill you with a million paper cuts and live on the perimeter and like, we fly super fast, and sooner or later, we'll start breaking those big gains, and you're fucked. Yep. Which, like, that's fine. That's modern football. Sure. It's just not championship it's, caliber. It's not championship caliber. It's not how Michigan and Georgia play. Exactly. Which is a matchup issue for them. Yep. And it's, it's like, tough in the Midwest to play that way once you get to these November games. Yep. Who's give me next? the Terps. Give me the Terps. Absolutely. Give me the Terps. Uh, at the shoe scares me, but give me the Terps. LSU at Mizzou. Go Tigers. Ooh. Five and a half point favorites. A double go Tigers. Tigers have so much talent. Which ones? Oh, sorry. Uh, Mizzou. Mizzou. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I mean, they actually both very stacked teams. Um, you like Luther, the wide receiver. Yep. I love their defensive line. Mm-hmm. Um, they have some real dudes. They have this one freshman that's like... You know those freshmen who you just see them in a jersey and it's like, whoa, that's a freshman? Omaria Miller. Yeah. Yeah, so Omaria Miller is a great example. Um, They've got one of those kids on the defensive line. They've got another one who's going to be one of the top defensive tackles in the country. And it's at Mizzou, which is one of the, you know, it's fun. Every conference with conference realignment kind of has their Utah. Right. Kind of has their West Virginia where it's like, shh. Shit, we got to travel there <laughs> yep. this week. Fuck. 
And that's Mizzou. That's Mizzou in the SEC. And LSU's coming off a wacky one, man. You a can score on LSU. One. Yes, you can. I'm taking Missouri. Mm-hmm. Outright points? Home I, dog? I might take that money line, yeah. By the way, I think we nailed that Kentucky money line. We absolutely nailed it, but, I mean, that was not even close last week. That was yeah, easy money. Yeah. Easy money. Well, and I did the thing where I let the book tell me what to do on Oregon State, Washington. That's another great one. Yep. Just like, yep, auto. Yep. Who are you taking? I hate Jaden Daniels, but I think he's significantly better than who Mizzou's sporting at quarterback. I'm just taking the home home team here. I think LSU can kind of get rattled. Kind of feels like a week of upsets this week. Yeah. Feels like we've got some lined up, so I'm going to skip this game real quick and go to sure. Kentucky at UGA. Mm-hmm. 14 and a half for the dogs. I think Kentucky takes care of business. They cover this easy. I might be sprinkling that money line. Really? Kentucky UDFA, I'm looking All at right. you, man. I'm riding with your cats this week. I believed. Uh, I think I'm going to go Georgia. I think just let down after the win I think they against back. Florida. That's what we were thinking after South Carolina, though. Yeah, I know, but I feel like Georgia's got another gear still. I know they do defensively. I do know that. Mm-hmm. And shit, offensively, maybe it's just as easy as giving the ball to Brock Bowers. Right. I heard, might be one of the Italian guys I follow. He does good draft analysis stuff. He was saying, hear me out. What if Brock Bowers is, some, is bigger Cooper Cup? Oh, wow. I like that. Isn't that insane? <laughs> yeah. I mean, look he at what's... might just be. I'm just all in on the cats. Well, look at what have, what's happening with Kyle Pitts in Atlanta. They can't figure out how the hell to get him the ball, which is insane. I know Maddie. a lot of that's on Ritter, but. Yeah, they got to figure it out, man. It's just easier in college to get these tight ends involved and get them in space for whatever reason. Maybe it's the hashes. I don't know. Uh, I'm going to take Georgia and the points here, or um, I'm going to swallow the points. Yeah, huh? Yeah. Over two tuds. Yep. That half point to me is like a no-brainer. How many times have we seen Georgia cover or like just blow a game open with a defensive touchdown, though? Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. I am waiting for the shoe to drop. I'm starting to worry myself because it feels like I'm I'm one of the few who's ready to Call Kirby and the guys yeah. uh, out, and no one else is ready with it's me, a so. It's a slow decline, though, man. Look what happens, what's happening to Alabama. It's a slow, gradual it's true. decline. It's true. Wazoo at UCLA. Have you seen this line? Uh, no, I'm just about to look it up. Do you want to? Don't look it up. Okay. Who Guess the lines real quick. Who would you say is favorite? It's in LA? Yeah. Wazoo minus four and a half. Absolutely. That's what you would think. Oh, no. UCLA, three and a half. I'm taking the Bruins then. <laughs> Let the book tell you where to go. <laughs> yeah. It's that easy. It's that easy sometimes. What a great game this is going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, entertainment value after the Red River rivalry, probably the best one we've got on the slate. Um, watch Layatu Latu, the edge from UCLA. East. Watch Cam Ward. Yep. Um, it's going to be a fun one. Yeah, man, I think this could... Uh, I mean, Dante Moore is very talented. All I heard all offseason was this guy is the guy in terms of 
this quarterback class mm-hmm. coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, didn't hasn't really shown it yet, but I think he's small due. flashes. Yeah. yeah, it it like pops off his arm. Yeah, um, Bama at A and M, tied only oh two God. point favorites. Give me the tide. I'm. So, I don't take A and M seriously. I would too. And had A and M had their starting quarterback, who we were all hyping up before they got blown out by Miami. Okay, I could buy that. Without him, I'm just like, they're gonna grind him to a pulp, man. Yeah. They're gonna like, Saban was born to to grind out a game like this against Jimbo. And then let's close it out. Notre Dame at number twenty five, Louisville. Ooh, six points for the Irish. Louisville's looking good too. I haven't watched them too much yet either. I know. I want to dig in more on the the Cardinals. I just think I again. It's like the third week in a row I've said this. Notre Dame's offensive line and ability to run the football though is just it stands out to me. It does. I think they're really sound defensively. Marcus Freeman's done a hell of a job, honestly. Yeah. Give me the Irish. Quarterback Jake Plummer, um, intriguing for Louisville. But Jack. No. Isn't it Jake? Jake or Jack? Is there another Jack? Oh, Jake shit. Plummer? It's Jack. I'm sorry. Okay. He was um, at Cal. He was Cal's starting quarterback last year. That's who CU beat. Yeah, he's like, he's a statuesque guy. Right? Yes. Yeah. AP doesn't know what they're doing. They're getting smoked. Yeah. Irish by a thousand. I'm with it. Love this, man. Um, this was fun. Hell of a This lot was of fun. fun. I actually I love I, this show. I miss J Mike, but I love this yeah. show. I love getting the picks out. It's great stuff. Thank you to producer Alyssa. And uh, we'll be back next week, man. Let's make it happen. Have fun in Tempe. Can't wait. Okay. Later.